Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a Pancreas Pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a Pankers pal to turn to. Guys, welcome to Pankers Pals. Emily here. And, and Miriam. Yay! I don't even have to Yay. announce you anymore, Miriam. It's like, Miriam's <laughs> like, I have arrived. <laughs> well, I'm, thank you, thank you. Always love being here, obviously. Obviously, we're obsessed with you. If uh, anyone listens to really any episode, we bring Miriam up. She is our licensed mental health correspondent, <laughs> counselor, really just friend, pal, all around go to gal. Um, yeah, that rhymed. You're welcome, world. But thank this you, week's episode. You is about um you know those springtime holidays dealing with whatever you may celebrate whether it's easter or passover or you know just another day in the life um we're we're just gonna chat about letting go of the crazy sugars that come along with an altered diet for a specific season whether that's giving up lent or no sorry i'm jewish that's okay (laughs) giving up meat for lent or something along those lines or keeping kosher for passover um i really wanted christy and i really wanted to bring miriam on and talk about you know like a little bit about how to let things go emotionally and like be like okay it's okay to be on a little bit of a roller coaster or you know come to terms with the fact that you might not be able to do as much as you used to in terms of diet or you know just do you so to kick things off, uh, Christie's our resident Christian, I guess. <laughs> I don't want to say it like that, but I did. <laughs> Technically, I'm Catholic. I don't know. I celebrate Easter. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's, that's what I'm more going than the for. two of us now. I so. want my chocolate bunny. Yeah. Yes. So okay, I hear so much hype about your Easter basket, Christy. Will you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, my mother has been making them for me since birth. I was dressed as a bunny for my first Easter. For those of you who are curious, yes, I do have pictures. We'll post one. Um, Throughout throughout college even, um, my mom would send me Easter baskets just in, you know, cardboard baskets with the little green grass, my chocolate bunnies. Um, I would say the number one difference is it's kind of similar to Halloween in that I can't scatter eat quite as easily. You know, there's a certain thrill that comes with opening the Easter basket and seeing just the bags of, like, little Reese's eggs and Cadbury eggs and just plastic eggs (laughs) Eggs. filled with other (laughs) eggs. Lots of eggs. Um, And, you know, I used to eat as I opened. And, you know, I guess I can still do a little bit of that. But, you know... 
restriction has to play some kind right. of role. Right, for those... Um, she said not with a tear. Di- I, I'm so repetitive in this, but for those new listening, uh, head back to season one, episode one, listen to Chrissy's diagnosis story, listen to mine. Really, just go back and listen to all the episodes. We discuss about how Christy uses insulin injections. She still uses pins because that's how she likes to do her management. And I do... Uh, I'm, I'm bionic and I have a Dexcom and an insulin pump. Dexcom is a continuous glucose monitor and I use the Omnipod. So when Christy's saying that she has to, you know, like she used to go in and eat the chocolate, you know, one at a time, just like dive in. That's a little bit different when you're using, you know, when you have to calculate injections and you don't have something telling you how much insulin you have on board. So how do you handle that now, Christy? Honestly, knowing that I'm going to have the Easter basket probably after breakfast, um, I am a huge believer in breakfast, start every day with it, (laughs) Um, I'll probably give myself an extra unit or two with breakfast, knowing that the Easter basket opening is going to be right after, just to kind of cover whatever little taste I really can't help but have. Um, So keeping it as close to meals in that sense can be easier for pen users, just so you're not re-injecting yourself unnecessarily (laughs) makes sense uh from the mental health perspective miriam is there anything Mm -hmm. that you can tell us about how i mean i feel like i always ask you this because you tell me a really amazing answer every time and i'm thinking (laughs) that maybe if you uh keep repeating it to me maybe i'll it'll sink in but oh my uh, gosh no pressure i hope i say the right thing no 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 just that (laughs) You know, like, how how do you recommend people kind of come to terms with a high blood sugar or, you know, accept the fact that they might not have that great of a day because they're altering their diet, whether it's, you know, eating a lot of matzah or charosets for your mm-hmm. Passover Seder or really jumping headfirst into bunny worlds with a whole bunch of chocolate <laughs> eggs. I mean, I'm just curious as to what, you know, what's, how do you deal with fluctuating numbers in the psyche? Yeah, well, I think what comes to mind that's, you know, interesting about this time of year is that I'm going to say two thoughts, but it could end up being three or four, so I won't limit to two. Here are my thoughts. So if, if, you know, around this time of year, the holidays, so with holidays, you're also usually around family, and that can be a very different environment, especially for those of us who are out, you know, in college or out of college. Um, if you're not living at home with your family, um, going back to that environment already throws your whole body for a loop. I know every time I go home, my blood sugars are so are just like so high. My insulin seems to work more slowly, just because I'm going from my routine of living in New York, walking everywhere, um, to being in the suburbs and not. Um, my blood sugars already aren't aren't working for me. So throw onto that, not only are you home out of your routine, but you're also around family, which I think for some people... <laughs> raises um, your blood sugar. <laughs> it could raise, one, stress. So that could absolutely raise your blood sugar and kind of make things fluctuate a bit. But I also think, you know, I, I imagine for you, especially Emily, someone who didn't, and Christy, someone who didn't necessarily have diabetes when they were living at home, so that your parents... As much as they love and understand, I think I'm sure they make a huge effort to better understand what you're going through, but they didn't raise you with diabetes. So I think being home, even my mom who, you know, I've had diabetes since I was six, but I still have to remind her like, no, I can't have like toast every morning. Like I need, you know, I mean, technically I can, I guess, but like I don't want toast every morning. I need eggs. I need protein. I need low carb. 
Um, and, you know, my mom raised me with diabetes and I still have to remind her these things. So I imagine being home with family who doesn't fully understand what diet you're trying to maintain or what, you know, what kind of level of control you're trying to maintain. Sorry, I can't speak well today. No, um, you're doing can great. make things um, tricky. So I think what I go into with around this time of year, around any holiday, is reminding myself this is a holiday. This is not the end-all be-all. You're not having days like this every single day. You're not even having them every single month. So it's kind of giving myself that permission or letting myself be off the hook before I even go into the holiday weekend helps me mentally. It's just reminding myself like, okay, I kind of know things are going to get crazy, but you know, I'm mentally preparing. I'm accepting this beforehand. This is what it could be. Um, so it's letting yourself off the hook beforehand, kind of giving yourself permission to, to go out of your limits more than you usually do. Um, and I kind of lost my train of thought. I forgot what even started this initial <laughs> no, question, you to answered be honest. It. But that's my thought. You answered it. It's giving yourself permission. And then, I mean, just do, just, you don't want to feel like crap either. I know if you're having a really high blood sugars and it's just like when you're really feeling sick, obviously, you know, you don't want that either. So I think just make a note to kind of check in. I don't know, if you don't have a Dexcom, maybe check your blood sugar once an hour. You know, you don't want to go crazy either, like maniacally checking. Um, But just check in so you can correct as needed. And don't rage bolus. Just kind of use this time to (laughs) totally go with the flow. Like queen of rage bolusing. Head to literally any of our Thanksgiving episodes. And (laughs) even this year, too. I I never seem to get it right. I always over bolus. Um, But... Honestly, little fun fact, um, don't know how fun it is actually, but I was diagnosed with type 1 in May of 20, actually, yeah, 2014, yeah, this is, I'm coming up on my fourth anniversary. so technically I was diagnosed in May, but I, my symptoms were really full-fledged in March, and I always mm-hmm. remember and reflect, to take one of Christy's favorite words, um, this time of year, because I noticed how horrible my symptoms were during a Passover Seder. Ironically, mm-hmm. I was all about that matzah and harosets and really just going all in with that flourless chocolate cake. And mm-hmm. um, I realized like, wow, I feel so sick. And it was not like it was for like three days. At, well, actually, it never stopped because I was pretty sick that entire time. But I realized like, I took a moment and I was like, this is not normal for me. Like I didn't have Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of everything that I had been eating, but my blood sugars were, you know, upwards of, they were around 400 at that time, like for a solid, like six months probably or more. Um, And that's, I just, every time I go to Passover Seder now, I'm like SOS. I remember. Yeah. So there's also, you know, certain times of year, spur other memories a little bit of PTSD mm-hmm. for certain things so for me I, I don't really go ham on Passover <laughs> whoa that was ironic um, <laughs> uh, like I like I used to and I honestly you know I don't keep kosher for Passover on the whole but that's to each their own there are plenty of type 1 diabetics that do keep kosher for Passover I know this because so many Orthodox Jews go to my endocrinologist up at Columbia. <laughs> so if they can do it, I can do it type of yeah. thing. And actually, 
honestly, I find my blood sugars are amazing during Passover because I make a conscious effort to not eat matzah because not even diabetes related. It just like sits in my stomach like a brick. Like I hate matzah. I'll eat it at the Seder and that's it. I love matzah with some butter and salt. That's my (laughs) ish. No, it just does not sit well with me. So that being said, I'm really not eating any item with yeast. So you're really not eating any bread, any gluten, any any of those things I should be avoiding most of the time anyways. Um, so I'm really almost eating like this Atkins style diet. And so my blood sugars are like amazing. And at the end of the every year after at the end of Passover, I'm like, maybe I should just kind of continue with this all year I feel great my blood sugars are awesome oh my god and then obviously I like free just to become I won't but then I like you know have pasta and I'm like yeah never mind yeah you're like there's a reason for this (laughs) exactly that's that's so interesting though I mean Christy do you feel the effects of eating Easter goodies for days after or is it really just all in one day for you for me I feel like spikes and drops tend to be contained to the day itself and I'm more fine that I get headaches not that I don't get headaches with a high or a low but it's more like how much how much insulin I'm actually taking like if I do I, I'm just not used to taking that many injections during the day because when I'm at work I tend to have really low carb easy stuff that I don't have to take that much if any insulin for so when all of a sudden kind of like Miriam said you're in an environment where you know I love my family but every meal is a sit down very conscious decision to eat as much as humanly (laughs) possible and then you add in things like the Easter basket and just the constant goodies that are around I think Easter is a huge opportunity for that sort of thing at least in my family just you know Nana has the basket out of chocolates in addition to what's in the basket. So, there, you know, there's just temptation everywhere, and I'm only human. So it's more if I do several more injections than I'm used to in a day. Just, like, that amount of insulin when I'm not used to it, that can get me a little bit headachy. And it's nothing that lasts really, luckily, into the next day. The food coma might last into <laughs> the next day. We've all been there. Yes, that's for sure. Especially? Yeah, but I... Th- Oh, no, I was going to say, it, it's especially a good idea um, also, I mean, as long as you're on top of your numbers and stuff, to maybe even go for a walk. It's, you know, supposed to, supposedly mm-hmm. uh, getting warmer outside, although you wouldn't really know it here in New York <laughs> and I'm sure in Boston as well. Um, but it's a great time to go walk around with your family. I have friends going home to Florida, friends going, you know, all over the world to for Easter and Passover and anything and everything spring break whatever you you do um but yeah I mean when I'm home for Thanksgiving I I go for walks with my sisters and my parents and it's like a nice little bonding experience and like it's also nice because it's an excuse for them I'm like oh I'm having high blood sugar instead of dosing Mm -hmm. my normal amount I'll just go for like a mile walk with my family although I don't recommend doing that for like fourth of July in the middle of a hot summer in Florida but um no, yeah, you got you got to be careful with your situations and your surroundings, but it's it's a nice alternative if you don't want to don't want to go overboard with the insulin. It's true. Yeah, and I th- I th- I think having a blend of like I love everything Miriam says. I do think that 100% you need to give yourself permission to relax because I know no matter what I do, my blood sugars are just going to be different and that kind of varies day to day depending on what I'm up to when I'm home in New Jersey with family 
versus, you know, living my usual day-to-day in Boston. But I try to also keep some of my patterns in mind because I just think I'm, for the rest of my life, going to be an evening dropper. And (laughs) I (laughs) so it is important for me to remind myself, you know, if I'm seeing, like, 250 plus before Easter dinner, like, I have to sit back and remind myself, like, this is not really the time to overcorrect because I'm going to do that and then drop to 80 within the hour and then like have to eat more before mm-hmm. bed on top of a full tummy and nobody wants oh, that. That is the absolute worst low when you're like so stuffed force feeding yourself. Last Ugh. night actually I had um, some sushi and I still can't figure that out. I have like one no. roll and then I have like the world's roll. great mystery. Seriously I don't know what it is like something I order the exact same thing and I'll even start around the same number blood sugar wise doesn't matter when what I'm doing anything not never have the same result um anyways yeah I just really right I mean like I need to log this better because like I just love sushi but I only eat one roll and usually that's like six pieces and last night I gave myself I counted for like 25 grams of carbs and you know went about my merry way and then ate ended up eating like some hot stickers or something and gave myself another uh 10 grams of carbs worth of insulin and kind of stacked it and or staggered it time wise so like it wouldn't go all at once type of thing literally shot up to this isn't even shooting up I went up to like 170 with double arrows up two seconds later I was like double arrows down at and dropping like it's hot and I had like six units or five units in me and I was like crap and I was already at like 80 it was like a whole it was one of those situations where I just like downed some halo top and was good to go but (laughs) I was like what is happening I don't understand I sushi hates me it's just I love it and it hates me it's so sad it is but I had a thought thought bubble come up which is Everyone kind of feels sick after certain foods, even people with functioning pancreas. That's true. Like, everyone feels sick after Thanksgiving. Everyone feels sick after these big holiday meals just because you're, you're literally eating more than you need, way <laughs> beyond what you need, uh, probably more than we all should. So it's not even a diabetes-specific thing. Obviously, overeating for us is more complicated because it requires a lot of thought and math and calculations things like that but I think there's something kind of normalizing about that is that like if I'm sitting after like a Passover Seder feeling disgusting because my blood sugar is high or I'm dropping or you know rising so quickly you know everyone else at the table probably also feels like crap (laughs) because they're overeating so there's something kind of comforting about that Um, we all feel like crap I needed that (laughs) you know there's something really nice I was like that walk that you guys do after Thanksgiving I think that's amazing like everyone needs a walk it just feels good it not even for diabetes just because it feels good when you've been like sedentary and just stuffing your face yeah but I will say Um, if you've been partaking in like libations as in wine etc do be doubly careful with your walks like I I tend to Oh my God, Christy, we were both like Instagram storying our wine this past Thanksgiving. We, oh, I'll do oh that God, again on Easter. Do. I've got to. I'll do it for <laughs> Passover. So hit me up Friday, Saturday. I've got, I've got, a, I've got a whole day. I've got a whole two days actually because 
Um, I missed St. Patrick's Day with my family, and my mom and I always make Irish soda bread. So we're going to be doing that on Saturday to bring with us to Nana's on Sunday. And we're just the queens of drinking champagne. Amazing. Amazing. I'm pretty sure every diabetic in the world is shaking their head at me, arms crossed. No, listening to I love this. that. No, I'm. I can't Amazing. give it up. I can't. I need my Andre and I need my, my Andre. <laughs> I need that on a shirt. That's what I need. <laughs> Norma would Some be Pancras so Palace proud. Some Pancreas Palace merch um, coming to you soon, but, guys. We'll start off with I need my Andre. But, but it's true, and that is something to consider, too, is that with... I, I'm not much of a beer drinker. I'm much more of a wine kind of gal. Same. But, you know, wine coupled with snacks... In the evening, you know, I can eat uncovered with my wine and not really have to worry about it. But if I'm starting early, I have to keep a little bit of a closer mm-hmm. eye. And as obnoxious as that is, I think it's a blend of everything we've said thus far. You know, check, don't be reckless, mm-hmm. but also hovering over my meter and like checking every hour probably wouldn't be a good idea for me. I think I tend to level out after like two mm-hmm. hours, you know, and then I can correct at three. So I think spacing out, as long as I'm feeling okay, I think kind of resisting the urge to check. make sure I'm where yeah. I think yeah. I am, you know, can lay off a yeah, little bit. Yeah, no, I think every hour might be a little much, but if it's something where you're nervous about how much you gave yourself or you are super sensitive. Yeah, if you're not, if you're not yeah. feeling well, it's one thing, but I, th- I think trusting myself a little bit through the Easter basket, and, you know, like I said, I can't, I can't help but like bite the bunny's ears off immediately. I have Savage. these urges. Savage. <laughs> I always go for the, the head. But you also. know, after after I eat the ears, you know, stop before you hit bunny tail. <laughs> you know, I I feel love that. it. I went to one Easter meal my entire life, and I got an Easter basket. And let me tell you the joy that that brought. That candy lasted me eight crazy nights. <laughs> <laughs> Blending it all yep, of the I am a all renaissance of the woman. Um, anyways, guys, we hope that this episode was helpful for you. Um, we're just, you know, messing around, trying to bring a little bit of light to to a, a religious season, I guess. Um, drink responsibly, <laughs> folks. And uh, yeah, yeah always, always consult your doctor before doing anything that we say on this podcast as we are not medical professionals i cannot emphasize that enough um but we are happy to noodle on things with you so thanks so much for coming on miriam we know how you're a busy goddess but we love you and we're so blessed i love coming on um you know i'm sure miriam will be back at some point in the season but head back to seasons one and two and listen binge listen up we have still have some really exciting things coming up um head to our instagram at pancreas underscore pals our facebook pancreas pals pp be sure to follow along on the instagram takeovers miriam did an amazing one a little while back and we still love her it's still up it's I still on our it. highlight reel um, i had a blast you are always welcome in all things that we do <laughs> And if anyone has any ideas for anything and wants to contribute to our website for our diagnosis stories or our nutrition little recipe page, hit us up at pancreaspals123 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and have an amazing week and happy holidays, pals. Pancreas Pals out. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.